Welcome to Audacity Marketing with Hazel Kimpo and Michelle Frechette. On this podcast, we'll challenge you to think differently and break free of the same old strategies. We'll push you out of your comfort zone and encourage you to think outside the box. So take notes, make bold decisions, and be audacious. Hey, Hazel. Hi, Michelle. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to see you. So we are talking today about all things in-person networking, but you know what? Welcome to Audacity Marketing Podcast. We don't do a good welcome. I think we need to like uh, jazz up our welcome. I mean, we have an intro, but yeah, it's, it's oh, a little... that's right. It might be lackluster. I don't know. We should, might need to redo we'll it. We'll have to revisit it. We'll take it. I'll have to listen to it. You know, I, I listen to yeah. us and then I forget the intro. But yes, anyway, so. <laughs> welcome to Audacity Marketing Podcast. Today, we are... Uh, pumped about WordCamp US coming up next week. It's in a week, yeah. Uh, Michelle is going to be there. I'm not going to make it this year, but we are talking about all things in-person networking. Yeah. So, Michelle, yes. number one thing I think, and you are so good at this skill, is an elevator pitch. Tell the me, elevator tell me pitch your secret. Important, yeah. <laughs> so it's important to have idea, like have those words in your back pocket, right? So practice them. What is it that your company does? So I learned this when I was um, when I first started working for Give, and I started talk work talk about working with plugins. People outside of the WordPress circle, they'd be like, "Oh, what does Give do?" I'm like, "Oh, we're a plugin company. Plugins are those things that blah 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 blah." And the eyes would just glaze over, like, "Oh my gosh, she's talking tech. Make her stop." So I revised that to say, "I work for GiveWP. It's a company that helps make um, fun that helps other companies fundraise, whether it's a nonprofit, a for profit, or a couple trying to plan their wedding." And people would be like, "Oh, that's so cool." I'm like, okay, that is the right pitch. The other one was not. <laughs> I love that. I think um, one of the best ones I always ever hear it say, um, I think Rand Fishkin says this a lot, is the way to introduce yourself is saying, I do X for Y. And Y isn't always the company, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I do customer service for small businesses, for small businesses building websites. I do, um, you know, community engagement for the WordPress community. I do. So I think as you get that, and, and you'll often find the more specific your why is, the more interesting the conversation will become because exactly. the conversation becomes even if the person isn't that small business owner or whatever they know who you your audience is and it becomes mm-hmm. a conversation that you can wheel around and you'll understand what their interests are as well yeah, um the other thing on elevator pitches uh as you know i don't think i go an episode without mentioning chat gpt but man yes. it is good at helping with elevator pitches it the is. laziest way drop your like on, P- on LinkedIn, there's a little option at the top. A lot of people don't realize you can download a PDF of your LinkedIn profile. Mm. Um, and it's easier than cutting and pasting the HTML website. So you can get the PDF and copy and paste it into ChatGPT and say, give me an elevator pitch. Um, Ooh, and, 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 and play with it, right? Get a couple of different voices in there. I would say try to get it as short and concise as possible. Because I think the mm-hmm. problem... And the reason it's called an elevator pitch is it needs to be short. Mm-hmm. It, like, as you said, like nobody, nobody cares. I'm sorry, people <laughs> like, and, and you know, you don't care either. Like when you're listening, you, yeah. so try to make it as concise mm-hmm. as possible. 
Right. Well, especially at some place like WordCamp, right? Because that's where decisions are being made. That's where companies are meeting and greeting. That's what people are trying to talk to and learn how they can work together. And that's where you're trying to sell your product to agency owners. Like that's, it's, it's a, it's a business event. It's fun. It's called mm-hmm. camp, but it is a hundred percent a business event. And that's why companies invest thousands upon thousands of dollars to attend and sponsor these events. And so it really is about not just listening to somebody talk about what they do, like you're in a book report. It's about listening for those opportunities, right? Because networking yeah. is about opportunities. You can attend, you can learn. I mean, the first WordCamp I ever went to, I didn't understand about the networking part of it. I sat in every session and I just sponged <laughs> in the information. Yes. It's the second, there are two reasons. Yeah, exactly. After a while, when you realize you kind of heard most of the stuff or you're so ingrained in the community that there's really not a lot of surprising topics, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. spend a lot more time networking and talking to people and learning about other companies and getting information to how you make your own product better, but also learning how you can, you know, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine, those kinds of 100%. things. Mm-hmm. I think with networking, um, there's a lot of just general people skills that work really well and this is going to sound very cold and scientific way of people skills but people's favorite subject is themselves and always uh every woman knows this but i'll tell the men in the world the best way to treat to like trick someone into having a good conversation is just let them talk about themselves and Mm -hmm. they'll think you had the best conversation in the world even if you didn't say anything Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so true and when you when you do interview podcasts like I do with with WP Coffee Talk right um people are always like wow that was so much fun and I'm like all I did was ask you 13 questions and you, and you did all the work like I just went mm-hmm, 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 the so whole that's time said, <laughs> let's let's go through a few of our go-to questions for these yeah. ones of like and I think the e- some of the easy ones make sense they are repet- uh, repetitive but where are you from I think is great like yep. obviously want to know where you're from people love talking about where they're from I think an in- if you ever want to do an interesting follow-up to get someone talking, I love people to tell me like, oh, what's special about your town? Or what's something interesting there that oh, like, yeah. if I ever visited that you would really like recommend? And it gets people lit- lighting up talking about something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets into conversation. I mean, where you live is a very important thing. It um, is, for sure. Do you, do you have any of those questions that are your go-tos? So specifically at WordCamp events and WordPress events, I don't just say, what do you do? I say, what do you do with WordPress? Mm, because... Smart. If somebody can say, oh, I'm a developer. But if you say, what do you do with WordPress? They'll say, oh, I develop and they'll follow up with more information, right? Mm-hmm. Or I market XYZ company, not I'm a mar- I'm in marketing. So when you when you add that extra little bit about in WordPress, it makes people feel bo- like they belong to the community too, right? So they're more willing to have these conversations or it's more natural, I should say, to have the conversation. It's not like people are unwilling. <laughs> yep. yeah. no, I, think, I think that's absolutely. I think another one would probably be, how long have you been in the community or how many mm-hmm. WordCamps have you attended? Um, those are a great ones to open up conversation. I think, um, the, if elevator pitch is something you get kind of stuck on, go to questions to me, like elevator pitch honed in, but like questions is the life hack to conversation. So I don't know if I ever told you this, but way back when I was married, my husband, my then husband and I went to the Catskills and one of those like Mm -hmm. schmaltzy, uber romantic heart-shaped bathtubs, like the whole nine yards kind of oh, place, right? Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I swear to God, I was watching for Johnny Castle to be anywhere around to start dirty dancing with me. <laughs> I would have carried a watermelon just to say I carried a watermelon. But 
but what was interesting is it was very much like um cruise style actually i've never been on a cruise but what i'm told is cruise style dining so you just line up and you don't have an assigned table necessarily but you get Mm -hmm. seated with three other couples so there's four couples sitting at a table for dinner unless you specifically pay for a romantic table for just the two of you did you put your keys in the middle michelle i know right (laughs) so the thing is like these couples would tend to just talk amongst themselves behind their menus and it was very awkward but you know me i'm not awkward at all i'll just like start a conversation so my go-to with these people because nobody cared there like what do you do for a living like big deal mm-hmm. right so my conversation starter was if you were on jeopardy and alex trebek said so what do you you know xyz what is your what's your story what is the most interesting thing about you the most thing the most interesting thing you've done or accomplishment that you would tell alex trebek in the break time on jeopardy and the conversations oh, were awesome. People loved talking about it. We all laughed about it. The only one I really remember is like this woman said she went to a summer camp to learn how to be a circus performer. Not to actually be a circus performer, but like to the event to do yeah. the high wire with the, you know, like you see the stars like practicing there and to tightrope and the stuff like that. And the conversation that went around that was like phenomenal. So that is my go-to question now sometimes is like, I might not say it exactly that way because I think Alex Trebek is not as much in people's minds anymore <laughs> as he used to be that he's gone. But I'll say like, if you were if somebody to ask you what's the most interesting thing you've ever done, what would you tell them? I like that. I like that. I think one more for conversation networking, I'll give a tip for the super networkers of the world like you and others who, especially in, let's talk about WordCamp specific, but any conference that you might go to that you kind of know the community very deeply. You're in a special spot where you can become a really nice super networker in introducing people that you know, and you perfect the cocktail party invitation. Uh, I always like to do that with my friends of like, oh, this is Michelle. She does X, Y, Z. So you, you get these ones, you get this like advanced yeah. networking where you could do this and in, introduce two people. It's always a fun thing to see like, okay, if I'm introducing Michelle Frechette to Matt Cromwell, what are the two things that they're going to talk about? Right. Whatever. You guys know each other for years, so not him. But yeah, it, <laughs> for example, yes. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's a really great one too, is if you can master the art of the introduction, you have gone into super networking absolutely it's you're beyond just meeting people now you're introducing people to others and that builds you up even more in the community so absolutely absolutely i love that and then here's my last little i i have to talk about this my selfie challenge i don't know if you've watched me do this oh i was gonna bring that up i think it is such a good icebreaker so so the selfie challenge is awesome it doesn't work for everybody because you kind of have to have a name out there for people to know right and have a following so i'm really blessed that way But my favorite thing about it is, number one, I've raised over $4,000 to help get people to WordCamps and to sponsor um, Big Orange Heart before. So um, actually like almost almost $5,000 between those three camps that I've done that at. Not only that, though, is everybody wants to take a selfie with me. They're tagging me on Twitter. So it's boosting my algorithm. It's boosting their algorithm. And it gives me all the photos that I didn't have to take. So now I've got an entire album with people that I might not have approached, but that approached me. And we have all of these pictures together that I can use for forever in other things. And so there's really something fun if you can come up with a gimmick like that. And I don't mean gimmick in a negative way, of course, but like, you know, an event like that where you can really kind of, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think um, someone, a Tiffany from Nexus, um prints her own stickers and brings them yes. to people with kind of her own I'm not sure if it's her name or her own kind of logo thing but mm-hmm. it's um very memorable way to like different than a business card and yeah. it has your own vibe not just your whole company's thing like it's I, just about I have those too 
have a I have a Michelle, Michelle Wapu if anybody's interested. I will send the, you. The, the smart ladies know that sticker move. <laughs> Um, well, let's hop into, I think one of the things as you get into conversation with people, you'll notice some of the questions Michelle and I were recommending aren't necessarily all about like, what is it like, what is the thing you can do for me right now? It's, um, networking is very soft in the, in the sense of keep your mind open. First of all, is like, man, you never know where deals might come from, like of Mm -hmm. different things. Or I am, the thing I've realized every year I get older is success is only because it's easier to reach out people that you've known for years <laughs> like, honestly since you're old and it's people you've known and you could that's really because I'm like oh I'm kind of doing the same thing but now I could do it way faster than when I was 25 because I know 10 people that do xyz that I need and mm-hmm. um I think when you're networking keep the whole world in mind when you're talking yeah. to people like relationships are going to be your key to literally any success you have in life and it makes so much easier the bigger your rolodex is oh my god rolodex yeah. to call people i know i still had one for the longest time but the <laughs> other the other thing i wanted to ask you about and you and i are not introverts i know that you have a different recharge mm-hmm. factor than i do but what is your advice to people who aren't feeling confident enough and maybe it's not even confidence but they're introverted and don't want to approach other people to start these conversations what do you think is I the- think- mm-hmm. Yeah, one idea I'd pick up from you, actually, is you set up a lot of appointments ahead of time and do um, let people do either a Calendly or even Google Workspace does appointment slots now where folks can set up an appointment with you. You are very extroverted and do that. Some people might be too embarrassed to even do that, right? Like, hey, set an appointment up with me anytime. However, I have, and I would certainly recommend this to anybody at any level, to reach out to people before you go to a conference and set up 15-minute calls because... I'm trying to remember right now that pause is me trying to think of it. Anybody has ever told me no on that. And the only time I've ever been told, told no is when I'm really shooting my shot as like a big VC yeah. or something. But otherwise, <laughs> like, no. It's, yeah. yeah. Me, People like, want to. Yeah. Great. That's why they're exactly. going. Like you're in the same boat as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Conferences are so weird in this way because so many people go and they think they're the only one feeling this way. And mm-hmm. I promise you, almost everybody else there feels. You the are same not way. alone. Exactly. <laughs> the other, the other thing is, look for people like me. Not, not me in particular, but people I like, like me. Because if you know somebody, or even like think they might know you, and they're an extrovert, and you can kind of tag along for even lunch or ten or fifteen minutes, they will probably introduce you to other people, which will help grow your ability to start to meet and know other people too. So I always tell people, like, I am the biggest extrovert at WordCamp. If you are not, find me. I'll introduce you to people. I love that kind of thing. I love that. Find a wing woman like Michelle is a great (laughs) tip. Another one is actually to find um, newbies do this a lot at various conferences or various introverts. I've done this myself where you kind of, you end up finding a buddy. Like you end up with lunch with someone at the first day and that ends up kind of being your buddy. and. Honestly, you end up in a, a deeper set of networking. You meet less people because you're kind of together going, doing things. Honestly, I don't hate it. I think it's a decent method yeah. to go out. And like, you usually don't do it on purpose. But if you find yourself in that situation, I think it's great. You made a nice friend who's going to probably be a network for connection for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love it. And and by the same token, if you're an extroverted person, 
don't spend your time with just your buddies, right? Make yourself available to other people. One of my favorite things to do is either sit down at a table by myself and just see who joins me. Or Mm -hmm. if there's an empty seat at a table full of people I don't know, and it doesn't look like they're having a private meeting, because who would at a WordCamp luncheon? Exactly. I'll say, hey, is the seat taken? And they'll they'll usually like, oh, no, you can join us. You know, and then if it's really quiet, I'll be like, so what do you do with WordPress? <laughs> Just exactly. start some conversations going. What's your exactly. what's your biggest takeaway from the conference so far? Like those kinds of questions can really get conversation, really get conversation. Absolutely. Going. Or, I mean, talk about food. Everybody will talk about food, too. <laughs> food is out. Food, um, is the, hey, food in the weather. We can always talk about exactly. food Exactly. The, the going to be going to be rough out there next week. Thank God for air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I do, so my tend of extroversion, like I do, my bucket kind of runs empty pretty quickly. So I will do it in bursts. Like I'll do like, Hey, I'm going to go and work the floor meet a lot of people, hang out with people. And then usually like two hours I need like, okay, I'm going to go sit alone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> for another burst later on, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it helps me not get burnt out and like, I don't know, turn into a jerk or whatever else happens when you want to need a Snickers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing is keep a Snickers in your bag. <laughs> keep, a sn- keep a Snickers in your bag always. Bottle of water and a Snickers. You can never go wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, then I guess we should talk a little bit about though, like how, so networking is important, but it's like, so what? Like, is it important to email people right after? Do you take pictures of name badges? All of these things. What's your method, yeah. Michelle? So my method is to have people do a selfie challenge with me and I can follow Oh, them. yeah, that's right. That's that, my that, method. Yep. That really does a lot. But also when I am meeting people for the first time and I want to follow up with them, I will take a picture of their badge. And because if I just like scan their badge and I open up a website or something, I'm never, I'm going to close my tabs on my phone. I'm never going to remember what it yep. was. But if I take a picture of their badge, then I will have a memory of of what it was and I'll know what I wanted to follow up with them about. Um, and even just, you know, to DM people on Twitter and be like, hey, it was so great to see you at WordCamp. Um, yep. Let me know if you have any questions about the things we talked about, you know, whatever it is. Um, at WordCamp uh, Phoenix, for example, a whole bunch of us got together and we started to talk about creating a safe space for the LGBTQ plus community for, in WordPress. And as a result of that, we created LGBTQpress.com and its own Slack channel. So I was able to follow up with people afterwards and say, hey, we're moving this project forward. Would love to have you involved if you'd like to be. At the very least, would you like to join the Slack channel and start those kinds of conversations? And you had a big group of people. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. So those are the kinds of things that can really follow an event like that. It's It doesn't have to be about work work. It can also be about other things outside of work and other passion projects that you have and working together with people in those ways too. I love that. Um, one other one, I don't know if the WordCamp badges this year will have QR codes on them. Um, but I've taken to very often these days at conferences I go to printing my own QR, Mm. um, that adds me on LinkedIn automatically so that folks, yeah. So when they scan it, it opens up their LinkedIn app and adds and goes to my profile so they can follow me immediately. I'm going to have to do that. I love that. It worked really well last year. And that way I just went through all my new follows after and I just sent LinkedIn messages. It was a, it was a pretty fast way. I also take some pictures of my name badges and do all that kind of jazz. But the LinkedIn one was a fun new one. I I just got a little sticker, put it on my badge and like, yeah. I like that. And let's add add me. I guess you can do the same for Twitter or X or, you know. Yeah, for sure. Whatever it's called now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was a great one, Michelle. Uh, Anything else to add? No, I'm just excited to meet people um, at WordCamp US and other events, you know, that will follow. WordCamp Rochester's coming up here at the end of September. Um, little, uh, I'll share one of my networking 
uh, coups, if I will, if I if yeah. I may with you, is that uh, several years ago, I ran for public office, did not get elected, but that was on the heels of 12 years of public office for as a, um, a school uh, school board member. So yeah. as a result of running for public office, I met a lot of people who are also running for public office. One of those people happens to be a senator now. Right. And I, and I have his phone number. So I texted him. And I said, I would love for you to come give an opening, you know, five minute opening remarks at this event on September 30th at the School of the Arts. And he was like, absolutely anything for you. And I was like, who doesn't want to hear that from a senator? So like, you never know it's what amazing. you can accomplish. That's <laughs> the thing. No, it it truly is. Like, And I've had so many similar stories like that. And I don't know. This is like a message to like the youth of the world for that. It's like, it's so, like, the more people you meet, man, it's, it's the older, when you, as you get older, that it adds up. It really does. It really does. So Well, great. Right. Well, good luck, everybody at WordCamp. And I think it's going to be a lovely week. Look out for Michelle to be your wing woman. And we'll see you next I'll time. I'll be there. All right. Bye. This has been Michelle Rochette and Hazel Kimpo with Audacity Marketing. Dare to be different and dominate your market with Audacity.